the brain is like the iPod. Consciousness is the screen where I can create. But if I don't have anything in the hard drive, I can't create. Thoughts, positive or negative, shape our biology. And all of a sudden it says, well, now it's time to wake up because our negative thinking is, is manifesting a negative life experience. So nature makes the first seven years. How, what kind of programs are required to live on this planet? I say, how do you get them? Theta is hypnosis. You just watch, you watch your parents, you watch your siblings and your community because you have to learn how many hundred thousand rules, think about it. The first seven years of your life puts a filter on everything. Absolutely, how do you behave? Right, yeah. there's millions of rules so you and I can look at two separate things or two things and completely have different conclusions. Right, and it's just based on how you grew up, what you see, you know, look, this is not new. I mean, there's the famous book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And basically said, you come from a poor family and you could struggle your whole life and try to get rich, but you're not gonna make it. And if you come from a rich family, you could be stupid your whole life, Donald Trump, and make it. Not because it was thinking, but it was unconscious behavior that was downloaded from rich families into kids, uh, which is unconscious. So they're, they're making the right moves unconsciously. If they engage their conscious mind, then they look stupid, but it's unconscious. And that's the same thing with poor people. Poor people have beliefs from the family Oh, you can't make it, life's a struggle, things are hard, who do you think you are? And if that's the program you get, then 95% of the day you will sabotage yourself. And that's why poor people stay poor and rich people stay rich, because of the programming. So we need to raise our children differently. Is that what you're 100%. saying? 100%. What, 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 what do we do? Well, we have to recognize, number one, that 95% of our behavior is coming from subconscious. So a child is going to record for seven years, and they're going to record you. You have a new baby. That baby is gonna look at you because you are the parent. They, the first thing a baby learns in the first week or two of life, who's the parent? Very important, because that's the reference point. If anything goes in their life, they're gonna look at the parent first thing. A, a child on a playground uh, is on a swing, falls off the swing on the ground. First thing it does is look at the parent. If the mother's like, ah, the kid starts crying. But if the mother goes, get up and get back on a swing. The kid gets back up on a swing. It's reflection. So you have to recognize a child is gonna observe every move of you. Then you also have to recognize, well, hell, if 95% of it is coming from my invisible programming, I'm going to pass on the family pattern. The things you like that come into your life come in because you have a program that supports them. But anything you struggle with, work hard at, put a lot of effort into making it happen, why are you working so hard, inevitably, you have a program that doesn't support that conclusion and you're trying to override the program. So uh, you don't need to do a lot of shrink and psychology stuff. You just look at your life and say, where am I struggling? Because wherever you're struggling, inevitably it's a program in your subconscious that does not support that destination you've been looking for. Uh, people read self-help books. I go, well, you read the book. You got a lot of knowledge. I say, is your life changed? No, but you got a lot of knowledge. And so here's the difference. The conscious mind uh, is creative and can learn in any number of ways. Read a self-help book, go to a lecture, listen to this program, and conscious mind's gonna get some awareness. And I go, yeah, but subconscious mind doesn't learn that way. I go, right, it doesn't. Subconscious mind learns in two fundamental ways, naturally. Hypnosis, which is the first seven years. And after age seven, how do you put new programs in? Repetition, practice. You want to drive a car, you didn't learn, learn how by just getting in the seat and put the key in, you had to practice driving the car. You want to learn the, the alphabet. How many times did you go from A to Z, uh, you know, trying to go to A to Z before you can complete it? And once you completed it, you didn't have to go back and do it again. 
So two phases, you want to train the subconscious mind, hypnosis, uh, repetition. The, uh, I like the last one because there's a new phrase that's bandied about called fake it till you make it. Mm. Meaning if you're not a happy person, I say you want to be a happy person, then repeat all the time. I'm happy. I'm happy. I say, well, you don't look happy or anything. I say, no, I, who, who am I talking to? By repetition, I'm talking to subconscious. If subconscious gets, I am happy, and 95% of your life comes from that subconscious, there will be a point once the subconscious got, I am happy, you don't have to say it again. Okay. It'll be automatic. And that's that why we pe see people do affirmations and gratitude journals and stuff, because if you do that daily... Re it's repetitive, and that's the, that's the secret part. Look, putting a sticky note on the refrigerator is more like a suggestion, but it's not a repetition. So it doesn't work very well. But you have to do, repetition is a, is a habit. You, it's making habit. So you got to do something religiously in the sense of repeating it, repeating it, repeating it to make it work. Welcome, welcome to episode two to the podcast of all time. The Progressive Mind Podcast. Super excited to come to you guys today with the second official episode uh, with ST presenting, hosting these awesome weekly podcasts on mindset development, emotional intelligence, uh, how we can hack our minds from you know all of these you know habits that we've learned at such a young age to rebuild, relearn, right? new habits to then create the lifestyle that we are looking to create. So I'm super excited to come to you today with today's focus, today's topic. And, and that video right there, by which was featuring uh, Bruce Lipton, world-renowned author of Biology of Life. Um, really great person, very well-educated. Uh, and I love watching his videos because he just talks about the mindset in such an in-depth way, it just builds a stronger perspective of how we are operating, how our minds started to operate, and why is it that we are operating on such a subconscious level where um, if you don't know, uh, the, uh, 95, as Bruce you know, mentioned in the video, 95% of our lives are are controlled by our subconscious mind. So that leads into the topic of today, which is, you know, the set the first seven years of life. So there's this theory out there. I want to say theory because again, there <clears throat> in my research I learned that you know there's a diff a lot of different opinions on on the first seven years of your life and. You know, I decided to believe that our first seven years of life are so crucial. Now, here's the reason why I decided to believe this, uh, this theory here, okay? And so, so far in my research, I haven't seen anything that was, that was concrete, fact, uh, um, surrounded by facts. So that's why I'm just referencing it as a theory. Uh, but I truly believe in it. And the reason why is because... Growing up as young adults, you know, we are always told that when we're babies, we're a sponge. That's all we are. We're just getting anything and everything around us. We're just, uh, you know, taking in. And 
it just made sense to me, you know, in that I like to call sponge stage where we're just, just soaking in all this knowledge and all everything that we're surrounded by as babies. This is what, this is what the foundation is, right? This is what I believe. This is what the foundation is. Now, I'll give you a prime example, okay? Um, me and my brother, uh, Tyree Hampton, aka Ty Speaks. Shout out to Ty Speaks. Follow him on YouTube. Really great intellectual human being um, who shares incredible perspectives on his life stories and just is a really smart, uh, insightful, intelligent young dude. So Ty Speaks on YouTube. Go follow that guy. Um, but yeah, me and my brother Tyree, you know, we, we grew up, we grew up in an environment where one, I'll just disclaim, our mom did her best to put us in the best environment. We grew, we grew up before school, after school at the YMCA. And I I truly believe that that's what helped us stay out of the streets. Um, but most importantly, we were not naive, nor were we blind to certain things that were happening in the environment where we lived, in the environment where we hung out with friends, okay? So growing up, you know, me and Tyree as young kids, five, six, you know, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, um, we were very close. We were like best friends. And then, you know, you would kind of went our ways where we, you know, learned on our own and hung out with, you know, our own friends and things like that. So what I've also learned in my research, going along with what I'm really trying to get at here is the second most influential uh, being or entity or environment Next to the home, right? Because the home is the most influential. Where you were brought up. Bruce Lipton mentioned, you know, the first few days and weeks when you were born, the baby is already, you know, forming in their mind. This, this is the parent. This is the important person here. And so we, we know that the home, right? As my dad likes to say, the home is the foundation, Right? is the foundation and it's the most powerful, it is our most influential environment growing up, right? But what's as influential as the home is our friends, the people we hang around, right? I've even noticed in my son, Noah, where he sees people the same size, the same age, right? where a lot of the same age kids as he is, the same size, are so influenced by Noah, where Noah will do something and they'll just follow him and, 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 and do the same things that they're doing, vice versa. And so knowing that, right, as young kids, we know, as young kids, we know that our environment is our most influential uh, environment we can be in alongside our friends, right? The, the, the young people who we're surrounded by. Now, 
like as I was saying, the babies, as babies, we are sponges and we're just soaking up everything. And the reason why I truly believe in this theory, the first seven years of our lives is simply because if we are sponges and soaking in all of this, we are learning habits. We are learning patterns. What is happening in the home? What is happening on a daily basis? What is happening at school? Uh, what happens in social environments, right? We pick up on that and then we start forming our personality, our character. So when I first, when I first learned, and this was just maybe a few months ago, when I first learned about this theory of the first seven years of our life, I fell in love with it because as I, as I was getting to, sorry, I, I, I digress a little bit sometimes, working on that, work in progress. Um, me and my brother, right, grew up in a certain environment. Our mom did our, her best to, you know, keep us out of the street, which she did very successfully. But what's important is the fact that, that we always questioned, why is it that we are, our minds, we feel that our minds are so advanced in a way of self-awareness. You know, we are raised by... We were raised by a single mom. I met my dad for the first time at 18 years old, which was just a few years ago. And right off the bat, you know, my mom had me, had me, I'm the oldest, had me at 16 years old, right? So I'm already labeled as a statistic, right? Because they say, you know, if you came from a young parent, there is a high likely chance that you will uh, also become a young parent. Or for young boys or, or daughters who grow up with a single, uh, single parent household um, will have developmental issues um, and such. And so, you know, I'm not denying some of the traumas that I've experienced, which certainly influenced my subconscious mind. I'm not denying that at all. But there, me and Tyree, I believe, were the, the, the outliers. We were able to think for ourselves. We were able to uh, have a very high level of observation. Um, and being able to build and process uh, perspectives that allowed us to what I'd like to say, stay ahead of the game. Uh, and so we always questioned, like, you know, due to our environment, due to the single parent household, due to meeting our father for the first time at such a late time in our, in our development in life, how is it that we became so self-aware and um, hmm, self-aware? I'm going to keep it at that became so self-aware, um, being able to think on a deeper level. And, you know, right off the bat, and this is not dissing my mom, this is just being honest. You know, my mom did not think this way. She, again, since the age of 16, you know, uh, you know, she had to grow up very fast on her, her own. You know, she didn't very ha- have a really strong support system. But she had to grow up fast. She had to do what she had to do to make sure there's food on the table, roof over our heads. And uh, completely understood. Uh, and so, 
you can even just imagine, you know, as a young as as a young parent going th- still growing, still going through uh uh some of the, you know, teenage issues and 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 challenges, you know, just think about that environment for the children as well. Um what kind of effect that made, but at the end of the day, what I'm trying to get here is the fact that you know, my mom wasn't the type to be very uh, self-aware uh, uh, as me and my brother are. And so we always question, like, where did this come from? Like, this is very interesting. And so here's what I believe, right? Here's what I believe. And I've had, I had a brilliant conversation with a group of colleagues at the job that I work at now about about you know the first seven years of life and influence and things like that what make what creates our character and our personality and there was a young lady who mentioned the concept of processing so what she so long story short what she shared was that uh, the group uh, her and her sister older sister uh, grew up in the same household um, with a smoking mom um, and, and hostile home environment and so her sister took it as, hey, this is the norm, which is normal because believe it or not, as young kids, again, we grasp upon patterns, routine. Um, we, we only know what we are exposed to. So again, you just like uh, uh, Mr. Lipton said in the video, you know, uh, in the book, The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, when, you know, where in that book, it specifically specifies that, you know, why the poor stay poor and the rich stay rich is because... You know, the rich people are surrounded by or, or have a, a different way or, or a different level of thinking um, and routine and, 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 and pattern uh, in their actions. Um, as goes for, you know, the poor people who have a certain level of thinking and, and, and patterns in their actions, which then build belief systems. And so, you know. With her growing up in the same household, her sister thought that this, this was the norm. Like, oh, okay, you know, she started smoking. She started building up these bad habits that um, her mom had. And, 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 but for her, she processed, it, she processed the environment and her circumstance a lot differently. She said, no, I don't. This is not what I'm going to settle for. I, I'm certainly going to strive for more and create a better life because I can, I see what this life is is offering. It's 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 offering mediocrity and uh, uh, you know settlement and and just poor way of living, you know. And so she brought up this concept of processing information, and I started reflecting on myself about how is it that me and my brother were able to uh, become successful as we have so far in our journey, um, and the willingness to create our life despite what type of circumstances we, we grew up in in our childhood, in that first seven years of life. Uh, and so I started to you know, just reflect on that, and, and, it, and it started to make sense, but I'm still grasping upon the concept of the whole processing part. But what I really truly wanted to get at here was the fact that you know, uh, not only is our environment a huge influence in, in who we become, but 
I truly believe because the conversation I was having with my colleagues got a lot deeper and it got into the subject of biology, our genetics. And so I'm not even going to start start that conversation because, again, I'm still educating myself in that 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 section there. But the first seven years of our life are is extremely important. And for the young adults out there, especially the, the, the young people, the students out there who are, you know, my age, I'm 24, who, who plan to have kids sometime soon. It's important that we realize the importance of the first seven years. These are where habits are built. This is where their character and personality is developed, you know, and Bruce Lipton, you know, he, the, the second tip he gave on, uh, uh, reprogram the, the subconscious mind was repetition. Now think about it as a young baby, all we have that, you know, how we like to say sponge, that's all we have. And that's what I like to call the subconscious mind. We are full, that's why we don't fully remember any real memories. Again, this is my opinion. This is not backed up by any type of facts or anything, but hear me out. We're a sponge in our first few years of our lives, and that's our subconscious mind. Subconscious mind is influenced by our actions, our patterns, our thinking, um, and what we are constantly exposed to and believing in and what, what we're being told to believe in. And so th- that is truly who we re- evolve to become. And so at seven years old, when we become to start, start um, developing some conscious decision making and, and, and thinking, that's when we run into the same pattern we were, we were programmed by our environment through those first seven years of life. Now, the reason I believe me and my brother are the outliers and we were able to uh, beat the odds was because we had a very strong willingness to unlearn. First, we were self-aware of the fact that, okay, the way... What we're asking of the universe, the lifestyle, the legacy we want to create, the families we want to create and influence, we understood that with the same thinking we grew up with for the first 18 years of our both of our lives was not going to get us there. So not completely, of course, but we understood that we had habits within our subconscious mind that we were putting out into the universe on a daily basis that we needed to build more self-awareness around in order to create change. So just a quick heads up, S&T Philosophies, along with Ty Speaks, we have a great program called Unlearn to Relearn, Building a Mindset for Success. And And the reason why we've decided to create this was because Especially in my experience. Now, I don't like to talk for my brother. He will certainly be on a podcast soon. And I'd definitely like to, uh, for him to explain his story and his side of the story. So for now, I'll just speak for myself. Um, but I knew for myself, I needed to unlearn a lot of the, not say bad habits, but poor habits Um you know, uh, I'll give you a prime example. In high school, high school is the average student, right? A's, B's, C's, mostly B's and C's, okay? 
Uh, it was an ex- expectation to do well in school, right? It was a belief system I was told all my life to do good in school, get good grades, get, high, uh, get good grades, get into a college, get a high paying job, work for 60 years of your life, retire at 75, start living. I laughed at that. I said, that's, that's fucking crazy. What? Um, and so I knew I had to unlearn. Um, so me and my brother had a really strong willingness to self-aware. First off, we were self-aware of the fact that we needed to unlearn some of these bad habits and reprogram the subconscious mind. And our first step to doing that was learning from people who have what we are working toward achieving. Right. That's one of the first rules I learned when I got started in, bit, in network marketing was learn from people who have what you are striving to get. Period. Are you going to listen to a homeless man about how to create wealth? No. Right. Learn from people who have what have mentally, physically, uh, emotionally. Uh, do what they do, say what they say, and you get what they have every single time. I truly believe in that saying, do what they do, say what they say, you get what they get. With, you get what they have every single time. I mean, think about it. That's exactly what we did our first seven years of our life. We observed our parents. We observed our social environment. We said what, we said what, what they said. We, we repeated uh, uh, actions, what we saw in the home and what we, what we saw in schools, right? And if you're in denial, I'd certainly encourage you to uh, expand your knowledge a lot more on the um, subconscious mind. So we do what they do, say what they say, and we get what they have every single time. Where focus goes, energy flows. Are we going to continue to focus on our current circumstance and accept this as life? Or are we going to make the effort to learn from people who have the results. From fifth grade all the way till 12th grade, I read one book and that was in seventh grade. I remember reading it and um, I was in a special reading class because I had a hard time reading and comprehending information. So I built this mindset that I hated reading, right? But it wasn't that, it wasn't later till I realized much after, I mean, much after I started my personal growth and um, personal development. It wasn't until a little after that when I realized it's, n- it's not that I hated reading. I just did not like or had very little to no interest in what I was being told to read. Now, I think my open-mindedness to start reading was knowing that the books that I was reading was going to help me build the lifestyle that I want, that I will create for myself in this lifetime. I was obsessed with that. I knew I needed to learn from other successful Excuse me. Other successful people. 
I didn't have all this money. I didn't have the, you know, I didn't have all of this, this wealth to be able to, you know, get the courses, buy the classes, go to the seminars, do all that. So books was my best investment, my first best investment in my personal growth, in my, my ability to unlearn and relearn new habits, new information, reprogramming the mind. Our, so what I'm speaking right now is just a belief system. This is what I was able to last five years in my, my personal growth. This is what I was able to develop for myself. Um, this mindset. It's a belief system, right? I can remember in high school at 18 years old in my business class searching up the highest paid marketing job. I'm like two weeks away from graduation and, and, and I, made, I got accepted to a, a college and I made the decision to study in business and marketing and I'm searching up the highest paid marketing job just, just so I can make good, good money. Why? Because I had the lack of growing up, which, which influenced or not influenced, but maybe, uh, let's see pushed me to, hold on, let me just re, redirect, hold on, bzz, bzz, bzz. all right, so growing up, I had the lack of, right, so a lot of us base our goals and our dreams off of the lack of what we had growing up, all throughout high school, I knew I was going to be successful, I had this belief system, uh, I, I was extremely confident in myself, I knew I was going to do it, uh, and that's it, right? But in high school, I was a huge talker. Now, that was one of my strengths because I was able to, I was such a good talker, I was able to convince other people that I would be successful. Now, I'm not bragging, I'm not being boastful at all. I'm just being honest. I was able to convince people of my vision. Now, that's a really strong skill, um, but I was unaware of that even being a skill. I would just knew I would be successful, but all of my goals, short-term, long-term, were all based upon income, financial stability, wealth. At the moment, at the time, it was not wealth that I was focused on. It was being rich. I wanted money. I said ignorant things like, can't wait to get all this money so I can smack them with my stacks, right? Yes, I was, I was a little slangy back in high school, right? But uh, smack them with my stacks, right? But see, little did I know with that current mindset, with that mindset right there, which was holding me back of achieving any, any real wealth, Right? And later in my personal development, I realized that in order to, right now we're in this relearning process, this relearning stage, in order to create wealth, in order to create wealth, in order to create the lifestyle that most people would say is impossible or that's not achievable, it's 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 a pipe dream or whatever they want to call it, right? I understood 
that one, it's certainly possible. A thousand percent possible, right? One, you need to believe it's possible. That's, that's the first step to anything in life. You gotta, you gotta believe it first. Two, you gotta understand that challenge and obstacle will be part of life, period, right? Uh, I forgot who said it, and, but they said something along the lines of, most of life is struggle. In the process, you just have these wins. You have these great wins. And you know what? I look at that as a positive thing because you know what? At the end of the day, you are either going through life or growing through life. See, struggle, challenge is only the opportunity to embark on our hidden strengths that will allow us to level up. Whatever you ask of life, it has no problem giving it to you. But it's going to give you the journey. It's not going to give you a lottery ticket and say, all right, you asked of this. All right, here you go. Have fun, right? That's not how life works. We either choose to go through life, settle, Oh, this is what life has to offer. Okay, great. I'll stick with this. I'm comfortable, right? Or you can decide to grow through life, looking at your challenges and obstacles as opportunities to grow and level up. So to recap, our first seven years of our life is, our mo- is what shapes our character, is what shapes our habits. It's what shapes our mindset. It's what shapes our beliefs. But we certainly have the power to relearn, reprogram the mindset for the lifestyle that we ask. And the reason why I, and it's not everyone needs the, re, not everyone needs the reprogramming. Some people were re- raised in good homes and that is awesome. But one of my mentors said, never be ignorant to information, right? Being open-minded. All right. Even though you lived in a great home, you have, you have wealth already built for you and, and all such. Never stop growing. But for the people out there who I can connect with on a personal level, single parent households, or even uh, 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 I, can, I know that um, as young kids, I know from research and my personal growth that even students, kids who grew up in divorce um, situations at home um, can cause a lot of trauma, right? In the development stage. But anyone who grew up or can realize and be aware of the traumas that they grew up with and can, can reflect for a second and see what those set, what our seven years has been leading us so far Right. 
Where you are now is a direct reflection of the decisions and choices you made. And decisions and choices are only influenced by our thinking and by our emotions, right? Thoughts become feelings. Feelings influence action. Remember that sponge stage? Subconscious mind. That's when we're taking everything in. So for the people who can level with me or can relate in some way, we have the power to change our lives for incredible success. And Mr. Bruce Lipton had given you three simple steps to do so. Right? Hypnosis, which is usually what happens in our first seven years. So I want to just skip to number two, which is repetition. Repetition. I can't tell you how important repetition is. And you know, this is also something that I am still um, building into a, a, a better habit. It's good. It's building bigger, building strong habits, developing strong habits and practicing repetition on a minute basis. This is where everyone struggles, including myself, is because if you were like me in high school, just, you know, you you would have a nice little side job. You have no real responsibility to pay bills or anything like that. But I had a little side job, had some money after school, hang out with friends, go home, right? Homework's already done. Go home, chill, watch TV, watch movies, chill. On the weekends, buy some snacks, watching movies all day. Gossip on social media, right? See, those are habits, the repetitions. And I still struggle with some of those bad habits, poor habits. But what I'm trying to say here is we have, we truly have the power to change our lives. And that's through repetition. The reason why we challenge with it so much is because the habits we built in our past is the reason why we struggle with patience, is the reason why we struggle with consistency. We're so used to Instant gratification, especially in my generation. Shout out to millennials. I love you guys. Instant gratification. You know what? You know? And so... Because of that, we have certain programs and belief systems in our minds. And when we don't get things right away, we tend to quit too soon. Repetition. That's the golden... Golden, golden jewel, golden nugget, as my as S and T co-founder Steve Gow would say, golden nugget of tonight's podcast is repetition. It's a powerful thing. I'm super excited to continue on with these podcasts on a weekly basis because it allows me to not only express my perspectives and share some knowledge with you guys, but being able to 
possibly spark an uh, an idea in someone's head or spark uh, uh, the, a paradigm shift in someone's mind. And the, th- the th- last thing I truly want to say, the real message behind this whole whole podcast of today on the first seven years of our life is this. No matter what your circumstance was growing up, no matter what kind of poor habits you developed those first seven years that you carried on for the next 15, 10 years. You have the ability to Create the lifestyle you desire. And they're just few simple steps. One of the biggest steps that I truly believe me and my brother Tyree Hampton uh, did. Or what we implemented was a strong willingness to Learn a strong willingness to create the paradigm shift, a strong willingness to change the mindset. Right? Now I'm not I'm not perfect. I still struggle with a lot of things that I I grew you know I grew up doing in my past, uh, in my upbringing. But I know with repetition, constant self-awareness, constant reminders, being vivid and clear with my goals, surrounding myself around the right people, continuing to invest in my personal growth, and most importantly, continuing to take action. I know I will create the lifestyle I seek to live. I will live the lifestyle that I seek to live. I am living this lifestyle already. Right? Is that that's what Bruce Lipton said. The last the last tip was fake it till you make it. I am happy. I am happy. I am happy. I am living my best life. Repeat that on a daily basis. Reprogram that subconscious mind. Continue to invest in your personal growth and always remember to have a strong willingness to learn, to grow. Remember, we're not here to go through life, but we're here to grow through life. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. This is S&T's The Progressive Mind Podcast. Episode two, the first seven years of your life. My question to you, what are you going to do today to influence and create that paradigm shift in your life?